Rashard Neal, welcome to the Perpestance Podcast. Thank you for having me, Brian. It's you know, I, it's just a pleasure that you would uh, seek me out and that we could have this dialogue. Man, you're doing a lot of great things. It seems like I'm um, developing and making your own way in this industry. So you know, it's an honor to be on the show, and I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I've been watching a lot of your videos on YouTube and on Instagram, and I'm liking what I see, and I feel like. A lot of people I talk to just in my day-to-day can really relate to what you say. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I'd like the listeners to uh, to understand your program. It's called uh, Nove, right? Novi. Novi, okay. Yep, yep. Uh, Novi and Shore. And uh, I'd like you to explain a little bit about that for the listeners. Okay, absolutely. Well, Novi stands for New Life. And the way that I came up with that name was pretty much, my name is Richard, which comes from Richard, which is my dad's name. So my mom was like, I want to find a French version for that because she wanted to honor my dad, but give me my own identity. So when it came to me thinking of what I want to do and like what my life journey has been and what message I want to get across to people, it really the, the word or the, or the phrase that really would encompass it is New Life. But then I said, that sounds too generic because we hear new life all over the place. And one of the first things think people will probably think of if I say that is church, right? And I'm more of a spirituality type of person. Um, and I was like kind of thinking and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing my mom did. I looked up what the French version of new and life was. I found what those were and I just chopped it up and I made my own spelling and pronunciation, condensed it and made Novi. So Novi means new life. And the way that I'm trying to bring new life is by broadening awareness and um, kind of changing people's perspectives as they're going through their journey through the acronym SHORE, which is S-H-O-R, stands for spirituality, health, occupation, and recreation. And through balancing those things, I feel like we can transform as people and live happier lives. Oh, man, that's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's how I came up with uh, Perpessence. It's purpose and essence smashed together. I like it. I like it. See? <laughs> yeah. Great minds think alike, man. I was about to say that. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, can you tell everyone where we can find you on YouTube and Instagram? Absolutely. I try to keep everything super simple, which is just give everything the same name. So on Instagram, it's Richard R-E-S-H-A-R-D dot neil n-e-a-l and facebook is richard neil my youtube channel is richard neil so it's all the same and i have my website coming soon which will be richard neil.com that should be here within the next month i'd say so awesome look out for that yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to that <laughs> and what i try yeah. to do is like keep exclusive stuff on each page because like i go to people's facebooks every now and then or check out their youtube channel and i'm like okay you have the same stuff on Instagram that you have here and there. So I feel like what's the purpose of following it all? Yeah. I look at it like different channels. So if, if you guys who are listening decide to follow me on those and you like anything I do, just know that I'm dedicated to the point that I'm going to make sure I give each one of these things kind of its own identity and exclusive content. Awesome. I like it. I feel the exact same way. Like I even see friends do it and I understand you want to, you want to reach a as big of, an audience as you can but like you can still reach that audience if you do something different on that platform and say hey 
like check out my Instagram. I posted a video and well, they got to go there, you know? Right. Absolutely. It adds value to it. And therefore we're adding more value to people. If I'm just brainwashing you with the same thing over and over, it's like, that's especially cause like sometimes, you know, and a lot of them like in both domains, though you have different followers or supporters in both domains, some of them are the same. So it's like, it's more about just marketing and getting you out there if you're only going to do the same thing everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and it's cool. Like some stuff is like, yo, this is like a real good message. So I want everyone to see it who follows me. But it's like, don't make that your everyday regular regimen. And I actually learned that from Gary Vee. He was talking about uh, you got to you kind of got to switch it up a little bit. What's the point of following you on all these different domains if it's all the same? Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, I think artists do that, too. A lot of big artists do like like really personal things on like Snapchat and yeah. like maybe like their inside life on Instagram and then YouTube's got their big videos and stuff. So That's yeah, cool. that makes definitely. sense. That makes sense. So, um, yeah, uh, on your YouTube channel and Instagram, well, Instagram, you have like a ton of content Yeah, man. and like, I could, I couldn't even like go through all of it yet, <laughs> but I, I, every, every video I hit, I'm like, Oh, that, that's good. And there's some, some topics I'd like to to touch on there. And the first topic I'd like to talk about is depression. Okay. And it is at an all time high right now. Absolutely. And with phones and social media and just all this technology that's happening that evolves, depression's getting bigger and bigger and there's more people on the planet. So there's like more people that are depressed. And what do you think's going on? Like what is this? I'm going to have to take a sip of some hot tea before I talk about this, man, because you said a lot. <laughs> and it's like, no, I'm, I'm going to get into it. <laughs> it's all good. I just drank tea. I drank some uh, matcha tea. Okay, okay. I, got, I just got yeah. some tea right now. All right. Um, so you said something interesting where you said, you know, depression's at an all-time high and that also social media is so prevalent. And in my opinion, depression is the opposite of expression. So with us sitting down on our, sitting down all day on our phones all day and with the internet and social media and all these devices being so prevalent we 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 become addicted to instant gratification i don't have to go to a library anymore to find out or read about what i need to find out about i can go right on my phone and click something right um if i want to get some entertainment we don't have to wait until this artist is in town and watch them on their tour or even in our day watch MTV jams or BET, like who's the top video so I can finally see it. No, just type in YouTube and you, everything is instant. Boom, YouTube, Instagram, whatever, boom, boom, boom. So therefore we're doing what? We're depressing and not expressing. We're sitting down more, eating food, not working it off. Uh, some of us have desk jobs. I used to work in the office myself. I'm sitting down all day. You, our body is like in this form of just like a stagnant form. You're leaning forward to type. You're leaning forward on your phone. You're leaning forward to answer calls. You're just over, you're over uh, stressing certain parts of the body and you're not moving enough. We'd be lucky if we get about an hour to, to go per day in the gym, right? Some people may go three days a week and for an hour, but three hours out of seven days of the week is not going to balance. It's not going to balance it all out. So I feel like the thing, the, the, what's holding us back is the expression. That's why so, so many people are depressed because we, we, we settled. We, we, we get everything, like I said, instantly. And deeper than that is people don't follow their purpose. 
like we we've um subscribed to the to the idea of self-doubt or the concept of self-doubt because like our heart is constantly beating so our heart is spontaneous and it's like therefore there's always new energy going like flowing through us this this thing is happening right now like how meditation tells you to stay in the now stay in the present your mind can think 10 years before 10 years ahead it can just you know it, it memorizes things it's like a computer and we get too caught up in this and not focused on the spontaneity like i don't want to be too much information but our sperm cells are reproducing right now as we're talking right like blood is flowing right now so the right now of you has died and therefore you become a programmed self you've become full of ideals you've be, you we've become just worried about principles and rules opposed to just living. Stop, stop thinking so much. Just do it. Just go. Stop, stop conceptualizing like, well, what if this happens? And it's all fear-based. And I feel like the earliest, the earliest uh taste of that that we have is from our parents. Not because they're trying to be bad people, because they want us, they want to protect us and they want us to be safe. So they tell us to take the safe way. Go to school, be a good boy. Don't argue with the teacher, even if, it, if even if it doesn't make sense to you. Don't argue. Don't express. Right. We have about one hour, if we're lucky, throughout the day for gym class and maybe through transitioning to classes to actually move. Otherwise, we're sitting down, getting information. We're taking it in, spitting it back out. Right. And um, I mentioned Elliot Hulse earlier. He said it's so funny that taking information and spitting it out is in this flow. And we say that when someone's crazy, you're like this. And this is all we're doing all day. It's all we're doing. So I feel like that's why depression is so prevalent. People have adopted fear and self-doubt, won't go after their craft. They're only worried about instant gratification and not actually going out and doing stuff, whether that's physical exercise, whether that's going for a walk, uh, going after your craft, like doing the hard work, rolling up your sleeves and getting down and dirty and really putting yourself out there opposed to just sitting back, waiting to be entertained by someone else who's living their dreams, you know? Ah, so much truth. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, and you see this in different avenues, like for music, for example. The days are gone of albums. It's all Absolutely. singles now. Absolutely. You, can, you go on iTunes and you buy one song or the artist only releases one song. So they always are pushing out content. I get it. It works. That's why they do it. Mm -hmm. But you don't have this oh this whole album has a sound absolutely it has artwork it it has it's a chapter of their life and absolutely. once one song is not a chapter one song is like a page and we're we're, we're losing like chat people's lives like we're not like loving the artists anymore. We're loving right. the so song. The moment, the moment, the moment. Because yeah. as soon as they go, someone else is doing something. And then someone else is doing something. And so and it's like that's also why meditation is so necessary. Because for me, like I'm I'm like that in my brain, right? Because like in my brain, I'm like, I actually asked my friend the other day, like, do you think I have ADHD? Because like I don't know, like, because it's like me, it's like I have so much I want to accomplish and so much that I want to do. And plus because I've come up you know, I'm, I'm 27. So like maybe the first half of my life, the internet wasn't as crazy. We had like AOL messenger and stuff yeah. like that. But like the second half of my life, yes, I have been in that era. So maybe I could be We're a hybrid. It's <laughs> like, yeah, hybrid. So like maybe I could be a part of like a little bit of that instant gratification as well as like, I just also as a visionary have so much stuff that I'm like, I want to do this. I want to do this. And I'm a perfectionist. So if I didn't do this thing, 
like perfect. I'm like, oh man, everyone's gonna think this is stupid. And it's like, I gotta center myself, calm down, because we're also on top of that dealing with other people's opinions, whether that's a friend, your boss, your girlfriend, whoever, like everyone has an opinion and a, a perspective on your life or whatever. So we need that time to just breathe, relax, center ourselves, come back home, stop, stop being in this tornado of life. You know what I'm saying? And like, come to the center of the storm could be going around you, come to the eye of the storm, stay right in the middle and relax. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's, 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 it's something that, that makes us all neurotic. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's so much going going on. Uh, yeah, when we're talking to people, like, like I, when I'm talking to you, essentially, I see myself in you. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like that's that's I heard this very recently that like when we talk to everyone, we're seeing ourselves in each individual person. Yeah. Like. You know, yeah. like just some something small. It's like you see yourself in that. Right. And it's the empathy, I think. Like, yeah, it's like a part of it. Right. I, I have two kids. And when I look at them, of course, I see myself in right. them. They're my kids. But right, right. like, that's how I can prove to you that I see myself in another person when right. I'm that makes sense. talking to them. That makes so like when I'm talking to you, like there's a lot of commonalities and I see, I see that in you. And like, that's how I look at every person and we should talk to everyone and find out who we are. There's two different ways. There's the within the meditation, the really reflecting and the critical analysis of your life. But then you can go out and experiment with Absolutely. everyone around Absolutely. and like how, like, how am I with this person? How am I with this person and this person? And like, what do I like? What do I not like? And eventually you start to like, it's kind of like music. You copy all your artists that you like, but eventually you got your own sound. Absolutely. So it's very much like that. So when we go out and talk to people, like, actually, like that's why communication is huge. We need to really talk to people, not no small talk or you know it's cool to talk about what's on the news or whatever once in a while but have a real talk a real conversation about how you feel that type of stuff scares people because again like social media how many times do they talk about um you know people post one aspect of their life on social media they won't post the other stuff that's really going on behind the scenes right so i feel like you know it's a reflection of how we really think as people we really, even before social media, we were going to work and smiling, though we were going home to a shit life, maybe. Or maybe our parents, when we're coming up, they maybe our parents were dysfunctional and they'd argue or whatever. But then when you go to church, everyone's smiling, right? Or you go to a fam, uh, a friend, a friend of the family's function, barbecue or something. You guys act like you're a happy family, but when you come home, the you know dad and mom are arguing all day, or you and your siblings are going at it, or you guys not, may not be as fortunate. We kind of like, and I actually put this on my story the other day. We're all wearing masks. Some people uh -huh. like, it, and it's like, it's like, and I didn't necessarily mean that it's we're all being fake. I also meant kind of like, just throughout the day, sometimes you have to you have to be different roles. So like, when you're home, you may be dad. Then when you're at work, you're whatever your job is. Uh, around your friends, you may be someone else. So not necessarily when I said that, I didn't mean masks like something bad. But for this sake, it's like a lot of people do wear masks and I feel like that's an insecurity 
in themselves, like where it's like they're not comfortable enough with what their truth is and therefore they have to shade it. And I think also that's why they also want to spend their time around a lot of people, right? Because that noise helps you to kind of not have to pay attention to the demons inside. It's like if we're talking about, I don't know, maybe girls talk about the Kardashians or like you're talking about the, you know, whatever's big in the world, Trump's doing this or whatever, like all that is what? A distraction. Because oh, yeah. when they all leave, who are you? What what do you keep with you everywhere that you go? What is that voice in your head saying? What is your self-esteem? What is your feeling saying about you? We don't have that much time. We don't spend that much time on like shutting out the world and self and self-analyzing and self-reflection and just soul searching. Because I don't know, like maybe again, it could be the social media thing or like, or maybe we're just trying to avoid these deeper, darker things because we're taught that pain is bad. If you put your hand on the stove and burn it, you know, you get in trouble for that. If you fall and ride off, if you if you're riding your bike and you fall off, I don't know if you can see me. Something just popped up on my screen. Oh no, we're good. You still see me? Nothing. nothing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so if you fall off a bike and you get a couple scrapes on you, mom runs to you and says, "Oh my God, are you okay?" or whatever. Like you know, let's get back on and try it again. Like we're taught that, or or even people that we know that are going through stuff. It's like, oh, like Susie and them are doing this, or he does that. I'm not saying that we should go ahead and hurt ourselves on purpose. I'm not saying that we should just do senseless things, but we've been taught that pain, darkness, the deeper emotions are like kind of be, be scared of those. Like certain things are a sin. Don't think these things, don't feel these things. So we kind of like have this schizophrenia going on where we're disconnected from self. And it's like, if we, if we kind of could just have the courage to face ourselves, and spend time with ourselves. For me personally, I had to do a lot of journaling, like from ages 18 till this present day. That has helped me to find myself, kind of make things make sense up here and allow my body and mind to be aligned, right? Become one with my higher power, understand certain things where now I can have these real conversations. But a lot of the times I won't have them if I'm in a work setting or this or that because it gets a little uncomfortable for people. And then you're like a little weird or something. It's like, but so that self content isn't isn't prevalent and it needs to be prevalent but it can only be prevalent if we all become a little more comfortable and real with ourselves and not live in this facade and distracting ourselves from what the real thing is i totally agree and like you said you can correct me if i'm wrong about the mask but we view masks as a bad thing but it can also not be such a bad thing kind of like wearing a hat like right. i have different hats i wear like i right. do my music i have my podcast got work family different hats right and we have to change those hats it's our responsibility our obligation right so mass can be like the same thing absolutely and that's why it all stems back to perspective because some superhero put on masks right and they're going to yeah. save the world how do you look at the mask that's up to so the person who may have read that and said Oh, it's a negative thing that's coming from your perspective. Like Sigmund Freud would have people do projections, right? I'm going to give you this image and you tell me what you see, what you think. And based on their answer, he would say, kind of get some insight as to who you really are and what you really think. Because so-and-so thought something completely different. So, yeah, I mean, it's how you look at it. It's all about it's all about perspective and relativity. Yeah. And you can see, like, this, like superheroes that... leave in but also at the same time 
you notice like more towards the beginning of the film or the the show that they have these insecurities mm-hmm. and it's when they take off the mask they don't they feel weak yeah. and they don't feel confident and like but when they put the mask on like it's a different identity but you have to know that you own both identities absolutely that's why he says like i am the batman or i am iron man right that's why that's so important absolutely and that's that's life it's like having a quarter but only like in one side of the coin happiness darkness they're just two sides of the same coin it's all Mm -hmm. light and once you accept that then it's like you start living literally you just start living and it's like you understand things you're aligned with nature you realize how you're you're a part of nature because we don't rise the sun and we don't we don't shine the moon we don't blow the winds we um sorry sorry you know something happened I don't know. There's something on, do you see that on the screen Nope, nope. All right, I just got it off. All right, so I couldn't see you for a minute. All right, um, so what was I saying? Um, we don't uh, shine the moon. We right, don't right. blow the wind. Right, so like with life having two sides of the coin, it's like you, you, you start living more and you become more aligned with reality and truth and just nature in general when you realize that we don't, we don't um, control the most important things. The water that rains down. We don't create that water, but we damn sure need it. The sun that shines, that helps things grow. We don't create that, but we need it. Um, Just like our heartbeats, we don't control that. Just like we digest food, we don't control that, right? All these things going on that we don't control. And that just shows how we're tied into a greater essence. And if we can start listening more, instead of trying to control everything and and be the... um, be the the pioneer of everything in our lives, I think life becomes a little more understandable, a little easier, and more beautiful, too. You know, that makes so much sense. And I just look at my own life, like, we all want to, like, you know, be in control. And it's natural to want that. And when something doesn't go your way, and it's out of your control, you did the best you could, but something else happened that affected you, And you feel this, like, kind of like this emotion of, uh, uh, what is it? Like bitterness or like, um, trying to, trying to feel the emotion right now. Like you just feel like rejected kind of, maybe that's it. And when something doesn't go your way and like you did the best you could, and it's just like, you have to look inside and like why do i feel like this instead of just going for the control and like no i want it this way this is what i want Mm, absolutely i think that we we don't step back and look at that absolutely and um it's interesting that you say that because i was just experiencing that uh i say last week i started feeling better but prior to that it was literally from new year's day on like New Year's Day till about let's say like I said a week ago so that would be the 14th maybe 14 15 it was like I didn't know why but I started feeling more depressed I started feeling a lower a lower surge of energy and it was just like what's going on and then everything that I explained earlier started happening too like the 
like I told you, with my car, my phone, my debit card. It was just like, what the heck? So I had to step back. And that's, if someone's not aligned, they're going to say, no, this is when we fight harder. Go control, like, we got to control this thing. Like, it's all, it's all about me. This is why it's going wrong. There are some elements that we can't control in our life. But we also have to understand that balance between your will and a higher power's will. So that was enough for me to see that, all right, I'm already feeling kind of ill. These ill things are happening to me. It's a sign. Richard, chill out. Just chill out for a little bit. Next thing you know, like I wasn't posting on Instagram. I had missed my um, Instagram show that I usually do every Sunday. I, uh, Vanessa, she she understood. I, I just told her what it was, and she she didn't make a big deal about it. But it was like once I gave myself that time, it was just like on its own. Like I just started feeling okay. Like the leg, my my arm started twitching, my legs started like rocking. Like all right, listen, I'm ready to get back at it. Like I'm ready to go do a video. I'm ready to go do this. I'm. And now, like this past week, I've had a huge burst of energy. And it's just like, I've been hitting the gym every, well, even since the new year, I was hitting the gym every day anyway, and I was still in my slump. But I continued that. But I was like, let me go to GNC, find out these natural like supplements I could be putting into myself, like multivitamins, ashwagandha, um, fish oil, right? Stuff like that. It was just like, everything started happening like serendipitous. It was like, it was like, I started feeling better. And then I was thinking like, let me do this. Oh, then I wanna go do a video. I was telling the person that I see, I can't see you for a couple of days because I got to be locked in. I was like editing like five videos in two days. Like it was just crazy. So I was just like, I don't know. Like, but if I didn't have that time to relax and sleep more, maybe relax, like get away from the from the work a little bit, like I would have been to this day trucking along because I didn't give myself that time for one of the acronyms, recreation. That doesn't mean like go get fucked up. It means just do things that are fun, enjoyable, that don't yes. really have that much meaning or relaxing. Sleeping is recreation for the body. It's it's rest because just like we work all day and then we want a vacation or we work, like I should say, months and then we want a vacation, the body has this time of needing rest. It's up all day. It's grinding. I need to sleep now. And if we don't listen to it, it's going to get its sleep no matter what. That's how we're controlled. I mean, uh, uh, tied into a higher power, the body's processes that we don't control it's a reminder that, listen, there's something greater than you going on. So if I didn't listen to my body, give it the recreation it needed, I'd still be trying to fight, 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 and I'd be miserable. I probably would have told you, Brian, listen, man, I can't do that today, uh, you know, because I'm fighting with something else, you know? So right. if we just listen more and just kind of like trust the flow of things, trust uh, the process, then we're, we're better off. And then kind of use that brain, the magician in the head to complement the body, complement the higher power. Oh, you want to go this way? Okay, well, the master up here is going to figure it out for us, but I'm still moving in the soil of what that higher calling is, you know? Isn't it funny how it it just works out? Mm -hmm. It works itself out. Absolutely. And that's when that control, you have to relinquish that control, mm -hmm. and it, it's going to work out. Like, life shows you signs all the time. I want to say daily. Absolutely. There is at least one daily. sign daily sure. you have to look for it if you're not looking you you're not going to find it it's impossible so that's why when people we see in the movies like oh god please show me a sign and you you, you know something happens in the movie yeah. Yeah. and that's the tur turning point in the movie exactly. that happens in our lives daily and you just have to like you said like you need to like rest to step back you need to do your own thing, recover, just like athletes have their off seasons. They have to really find themselves again and get ready for the actual seasons of playoffs and everything. 
and that's how we how we are so we're just playing life absolutely so uh let's say someone's depressed right now they're in that big state of depression netflix binging we all love netflix but they're just over overdoing it watching the whole show and then moving on to the next show that's what they're doing every day uh what can they do like they're not looking for the sign they're not looking to get out of it yeah so like so let's say they happened upon this podcast uh-huh. and you are here and you you're able to say some words to them like what would you say I would say that um, if they're not looking for the sign, that sign is definitely looking for them. And they probably can look around and see that there's certain things within their life that are dysfunctional. Because when the source is depressed, the source is unmotivated, everything that is applied or um, what's the word not applied um, related to that source is going to take on that same nature. Just like a boss, if you're at a job, and you have a boss that's just negative. His energy is going to weigh in on all the employees. And you're going to be like, I hate that guy. I can't, I can't, you know, every time he's on shift, I have a miserable day. So you're the boss of your life. And if you're depressed right now, I'm telling you it's because you're not listening to a voice in your head or in your body that's telling you do A, B, or C. I don't know what your calling is. I don't know what you're meant to do here on this earth, but you have something. And what you have to do is muster up the courage to go after that thing on the opposite side of fear is bliss and i I heard will smith say that but it's true because i can see it in my life as well some of the most scariest things that i had to do once i actually did it the way that i felt was awesome and a lot of the times the fears in your head about oh i don't want to do it because this because that when you do the actual thing those fears are fantasies it never is as bad as you think so if that's the person who's eating a tub of ice cream a day and, they, and they're supposed to like stop that and replace it with something else, do it for one day. Stay in the day, you know, just do it. Like get up right now, throw that thing out because you, we don't have to wait till tomorrow. And I'm big on that, like where I'm like, oh, well, I already messed up today. I'll just start fresh tomorrow. Every moment, like time is like right now, it's right now. So every, every right now is fresh. Right now you can make that change in your life and if you decide to do that, you'll be you'll be ecstatic and happy that you did it, that you didn't wait. So I really feel like if you're depressed, it's because you're not expressing something in your life. That could be a character trait. That could be a craft that you're supposed to be like going after and becoming very good at. That could be a relationship that you're supposed to make a decision about. There's something going on that you're that you're avoiding. And that's why you're watching these TV shows, talking to friends going shopping, doing everything else, but paying attention to within. But the things that are most rewarding in life are the hardest to accomplish or the most scary to to go after. But once you do it, it's the most rewarding. So you can only validate what I'm saying by by trying it. And if you try it, I guarantee you'll be happy you did it. Awesome. Fantastic advice. Yeah. And Definitely. Yeah. It doesn't hurt to try. You're not doing right. You're not doing anything anyway. So like, just give it a shot. If it doesn't work out, you know, you can try something different, but. And the cliche of if you're at the bottom, the only place you can go is up. Oh yeah. Don't I know. (laughs) Yeah. All right, man. I want to go. 
I feel weird saying this, but what? dude, dude, you you did a video on dating called "Dating a Visionary." Okay, and yeah, you, that was awesome, man. Like, I'm I'm in that same boat. I'm a, a I like to create. I like to express. Yeah, and you know that can be selfish sometimes, yeah. and I I let it be known right away. And it's like I'm not lying. I put it on the table right now. Like I'm busy. <laughs> And I will make time for sure, but I do also make time for myself, and I want that to to be known. And if you could explain a little bit about the video to the, to the audience, and I do recommend going on YouTube, looking up Richard Neal, Dating a Visionary. Check yeah. that out if you can. Well, thank you, man. Um... I didn't. If you did, you ask me an actual question. I I, I kind of like zoned. Oh out. yeah, 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 text, yeah. It's all good. I got a text from someone. And I kind of looked down for a minute. My bad, man. I was I was following you, but I think I missed the key part that you were saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to explain the the video, the dating oh. a visionary a little bit. Yeah, I mean, well, dating a visionary. It honestly came from personal experience with myself because I um I I've, I've run into that problem a couple times where I feel like I'm so driven and like. And let me start by saying this, like anything that's most important, you don't have to try for it. You don't have to work for it. So when I say I'm so driven, it's not me like, oh, my God, I'm so driven. I can't even deal with myself. It's I literally have something in me that's uncontrollable and I can't help to express it. And it's like this thing consumes me. I think about it all day. Yeah. Changing yeah, the flow, that, that flow state kind of deal. Right. Exactly. And it's like I want to change the world because significant changes have happened for me in my life through getting closer to my higher power, studying psychology, studying philosophy, all these things and direct experience, they, they, they spark something that's literally uncontrollable within me. So I can't help but to do this thing. This is my purpose. That's why I'm so adamant about each and every one of us having this thing, whether, we, whether it's dormant or not, it's still there. So therefore, with the right person, the lover, when I think back to it, anyone who stayed around for a long time Anyone who really meant something to me that was like, this is a significant relationship, I never had a try for it. It just fell in my lap. So going to Dating a Visionary, um, that, came, that came across because being on the stride or the path that I'm on, I felt like in the dating phase, girls would get offended when I just don't have time for them, right? And like you said, I'll make time when I can make the time. If we're talking, I'll, I'll try. I most likely will see you at least once per weekend, at least, right? So, like, whether it's a Friday night, Saturday, however it works, it may be two days. But I think people get offended when they when they feel like I'm not the priority. I'm not like, especially girls, right? Because when they're coming up, they're daddy's princess. If they had a, a father who raised them, right? They're daddy's princess. Women are like the light of the world. In today's society, when men and a, when a man and woman gets divorced, as far as I know, she's the one leaving with half, right? Like this, if 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 we sep if a man and a woman separate, unless the woman is on drugs or just a very unfit mom, she's getting the kid, right? So women, right? And and and, and I'm not trying to say that they shouldn't be. We're all we're both special, men and women. I'm not saying that they're not special, but what I'm saying is when they run into somebody who's not going to be that hamster running in the hamster wheel who's ambitious, who wants to go after it and chase their craft, who doesn't want to just be a programmed being, 
they it shakes them up a little bit. They're like, whoa, like I'm beautiful, I'm gorgeous. Why aren't you all over me? And it's because this was going on. Now, I do think that we well, I know we have sexual energy. The man is more aggressive or assertive. The woman is typically more passive, inviting, opening. So when a man goes into a situation, he's like, you know, how can I positively influence this and put my fingerprints on it and be of service? And a woman may walk into that same room and say, look at the colors, look at the smells. They have just a receptive nature, right? So um, with that being said, I think they do get attracted to the man who is a visionary going after because they're like, this guy has that intangible energy and quality that I would love to pass those genes on, like survival instinct. I would love to be a part of that because it draws me in as a woman who loves to receive. I only want to take in someone who's going somewhere, and this would be an awesome trick to pass on to my kids. Whether the money has come in yet or not, they just love the energy, right? Right, right. But that's they also want to receive, they want to take in, they want to nurture and care. And that same energy that attracted you to that visionary is going to also upset you because there's going to be times where that energy is going to be so prevalent that you're going to have to take a back seat for a moment. It just is what it is because this is my purpose. This is why the reason I even exist is, yes, you compliment me on my journey. You compliment me along the way. I'm more than happy to have you and fortunate and blessed and feel gratitude and everything. But, but I'm like pulled this way by something great and I have, I can't help but to go after it. So some women who are not mature enough or who are not following their heart's calling or their purpose, they're going to get offended. But that's why the O in the acronym short occupation, it all, it stems, it, 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 uh, it, um, it really just means your calling, what you're, what you're here, what work you're here to do in the world. If she's not aligned with what hers is, that's the only way she can start feeling these jealous ways or feel ill towards you because ideally she should be busy too. She yeah. should be going out in her own right, doing what she got to do. And when we come together, it's nothing but harmony. We're inspiring one another. We're motivating one another. Yes. We get it because we're both aligned with our purpose. We're both having these crazy realizations in life and on our path. We have nothing to do but to share it and like reproduce it and have kids that want to contribute to the world as well and like just build this great big empire or whatever you want to call it but uh, the majority of people are in this program mindset because they use the mind just like in class like we spoke about earlier they take in an information spit it out regurgitate it you become a program therefore because why it's safe and easy which our parents wanted us to do it, 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 it's this is the right way don't question anything don't talk back don't just follow the way and most people are that programmed way, like cattle, like sheep. You know, sometimes I talk in my body and it's just like those are the images that came up. Um, and um, therefore, when they see that shepherd or they see the person who's a visionary, the person who's like, I'm not going that way with everyone. I'm going this way. They love it, but it's uncomfortable and different. So they get offended by it. And like you said, when we look at someone, we kind of see ourselves in them. They see that same power that you hold within themselves, but they yeah. they're not expressing it. So they become they really become embittered towards themselves. They're really yes. they're particularly ill towards themselves, but they can't allow themselves to do that. They can't allow that to be true and say, "Oh, I have insecurity, so I got to shut that down and just say you're crazy eventually, or you're selfish, or you're whatever," because it justifies me. It justifies me going along with the cattle if I can say that you're jealous and you're I mean that you're selfish and you're whatever, whatever, right? But really. That visionary is 
truth. That visionary is what we all are. We all have a vision because we all have a purpose. And we see a certain route, a certain path that should be traveled. Now, if you have the courage to go after it, is up. that remains to be seen. That's up to you. But that's where that dating a visionary came from because I felt like a lot of the times I'm meeting maybe the common woman or like they just don't understand. They may support like, yeah, I love it. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. And then like after a couple months of talking, I see you don't have time for me. So maybe let me know if we should just stop this right now. or whatever. It's just like, listen, like if you understand me, then you understand that what this is about. And it's like, that's what it is. Yeah, you threw it on the table. You, you let her know what yeah. you're doing. Like, and yeah, she wants it's it's understandable. The more the longer you are together, the more you're going to want to see each other, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. But if it's not organic and uh, like you're just not clicking, like it's, the communications off, that that's when there is a problem. It's just a simple communication issue. And if she wants it, because she wants more because you're together longer, but she's not understanding you. She's only understanding what she wants. Right. And we talked about social media, entertainment. She's loving the entertainment. Like, wow, I got this guy who can do this. But um, you don't don't want to be really invested in this lifestyle because this is what it requires. And furthermore, if you were a visionary or if you were actually – honing in on your craft and you were going hard in your thing, shit, maybe we could work together. Maybe I would see you seven days a week because we'd be grinding and building something together. Hell yeah. If not, I got, this is, this, this thing is pulling me. If not, I, yeah. I want you to come along. I want you to understand me and be there for me, but this thing is pulling me regardless. I can't even control it because our heart is where the passion is. I don't beat my heart, but I got it. I got to follow what it yes. tells me to do because we all die of heart failure. I don't care what the disease is that you have. They, they proclaim you dead once the heart stops. Therefore, your biggest life source and what we should listen to is the heart. And if that thing that's beating without my control tells me I got to go that way, I have no choice. I got to go that way. I hope you come. But if not, I, don't be mad at me. I can't control this thing. I'm, just, I, I'm, I'm controlled by it. Sorry. Love it. When, when I found that I wasn't happy with myself and I wasn't the best because I wasn't the best version of myself. And, and, uh, it could, I, I try to better myself and that every day actually. And it could be in any department like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta clean. Sometimes I'm lazy yeah. and I gotta, I need to go rake those leaves. Like I'm just staring at them every day. I need to better this department or like maybe it's, the communication, talking with people more often. Maybe I'm like in my shell or maybe I, maybe I wasn't a good father one day or maybe I, you know, just some, anything like that. Yeah. And I found the more I love myself, the more I love the world around me, the more Absolutely. I'm thankful for my kids, family, friends. And I see what I want, like in a significant partner. So right. like what I truly want. Right. And, and I feel I don't I don't want to forget I don't want to forget it. Go it ahead. Ties in what you said, what would I say to that person who's depressed, you know, watching Netflix, et cetera, et cetera. And I was saying that like everything around them is going to be depressed. And if they're depressed, like just look around. You said when you started feeling better, you started becoming more grateful to the world and grateful and happy to things around you because why? The source was changed. You're yes. the boss of your life. You're the you're the king of your kingdom. And 
everything that's around you is is up to you what you what you decide to do of course again this higher power granted it to us but what we can do within our will if we use ourselves or exert our efforts to the highest degree we're going to see the beauty that the higher power has already laid out for us within our kingdom but i didn't mean to cut you off i just i oh, always forget good, man. i forget them and it's like if i don't spit it out it's going to be <laughs> oh i i had a million thoughts running through i feel you um it's kind of like I'll, I'll say it. I'll say one too. It's kind of like when you go to the eye doctor and you got that, that big thing. It's like, yeah. what, what, what's, what looks better, A or B? And then all of a sudden, one's blurry. All of a sudden, one's like crisp, clear. Yeah. And it's like, wow, I see so much better. Like that's, that's depression. And then that's love. That's like a that's great a, analogy. Yeah. I, I just came up with it, man. I'm like, just bouncing information off yourself. Yeah. And that's why communication, talking to people, like you learn new things talking to people. Mm-hmm. And like, like I didn't come up with that. We right. came up with that, you know, like Absolutely. That, that's how it happened. Yep. And what I was saying, though, is I feel that we attract people from the outside that are on the same frequency level that we are on the inside. Yep. Uh, do you agree? If so... Why do you think this happens? I definitely think that that's true. And um, it it reminds me of a John Maxwell quote. Um, He said, it was was, uh, in his book, uh, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. He was saying that um, pretty much based on the leader, like, you know what kind of leader you are based on the people that choose to follow you. Those that you attract that, that kind of, either choose to follow you or just be on board with whatever your vision is or just be even a part of your life. And I feel like the reason that is is because, again, with, with, with me believing in a higher power and, like, just spirituality, like, I feel like our power is immense, like, and our feelings, our thoughts, our experiences, the meaning of them, they expand past this skull, past this hand, past my body. It expands out here. Just like, just like... When we dream, we go to sleep and we dream. Our thoughts are good. I could have thoughts in freaking Nevada, and then my dream could switch to a thought in New York City, and then I could be back in Florida. Like, it's energy. It's not the physical anymore. We're not dealing with the physical. The same way that God or whatever someone else wants to call it, higher power, can communicate with us through symbols, like you explained, and show us stuff on the day-to-day basis, that stuff is just going on here. It's just here. It's just, it's, it's in the ambiance, right? All this magic, that's the magic of life. So if that's true, then the magic that's going on within you, the energy that's running in, that's running through you is putting itself out there in the universe and the ambiance as well. And like a magnet is going to fuse with things that are of like of, or that it feels compatible with or that it feels like it can sync with. Right. And it's going to want to sway away or move away from the things that like, I don't like that thing, the, the things that make it feel ill. So not saying that we won't come across these things because they're, again, in the ambiance, these negative things, but we feel, again, what? That energy, and we typically go elsewhere once we feel it, and the ones that kind of stay connected are the ones that, oh, you feel that way too? Yeah, I do too. It just so happens we have so many similar direct experiences that, damn, was this meant to happen? Was this perfect? Like, is this magic? Yeah, it's a higher power. (coughs) Man, yeah, I totally agree. And I hear a lot of that in like Alan Watts 
okay. like our, yeah. our our skin, like everything, like my 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 coffee tray, my computer, microphone. And they're like they're a there's surfaces. There's not a barrier because sure. molecules can go right through them. Absolutely. It's not it's not like impenetrable. Right. So everything's flowing through everything. And, like and, I, I am I, you are you. I am you, you are, you are I. If you are not you, then I am not I. So it's like everything is. Everything's moving. Everything's vibrating at a frequency. Mm-hmm. So if you had a week where you had a lot of accompl- accomplishments, you have a lot of ideas, you're writing, uh, pumping out content, having conversations with everyone, feeling life, feeling good, and I did too in my own way, this past week and then we go and we have a podcast episode yeah. and then uh we just like put out a killer episode mm-hmm. that's what happens we were clicking yep yep absolutely and just like yeah. a lot of i forget the exact percentage of the body is water most of us however most of our being is water and there's water right i'm looking in the back my backyard there's a lake right there water's outside but then there's water inside me so that's a reflection of right there what's in is what's out it's the same stuff like it's all connected. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's why I say if you ever feel small, just look up in the sky. Yep. At nighttime especially, you see all the stars. and that's true, Like, man. Do, did you see uh, the blood moon uh, yesterday? Everyone, like, I had a couple friends text me pictures about it. I didn't see it yesterday. Oh, I, I just I fell asleep. In the sky. I didn't know what was coming. I just fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> the, the moon was huge. I was driving in the car, and my friend and I went and got something to eat. I'm like, look at the moon. It was huge. Mm-hmm. And then when I got home, every Sunday we have game night and we hang out. And Ooh. it's my time to de-stress. And it's like a ritual for me. I have to do it. And when I got home, I looked up in the sky. I saw the moon. And it looked special. Like, okay. it, it, like the way it looked was I've never seen it in my life. Mm-hmm. It was just unique. Right. And I looked at it for a good minute. And... If you ever feel small, just look up in the sky because that's in us. And we are also in it. I agree 100%, man, 100%. All right, so I want to talk about uh, a couple other things on your YouTube channel, the mechanics of achievement and okay. becoming successful in a power-driven world. Yes, those sir. Are, those are two videos that are just killer content right there thank you man thank you <laughs> not a problem and like i like i said before like pause this and go check those out i would love if you listen to those videos before you continue on with this show and uh yeah so uh th- this world it moves at a extremely fast pace and once we think we have a grasp on it something innovative comes around and changes Right now, we have social media, and it seems that it's a necessary evil of, of life, if you want to look at it that way. But it is, it is necessary. And how can we utilize the tools that we have now? And how can we prepare for the future to stay on the path of our journey and our destination? So how can we... Stay on our path and prepare for the future, if I'm understanding it right. So the tools we have now, we know what we have. We have social media. 
But right. in the future, who knows what we're going to have in the future? We're going to have right. AI. We're going to have supercomputers. We're gonna, it's right. going to be insane. It's going to be right. awesome. I'm, I look forward to it. But right. how can we utilize the tools now and, you know, take advantage of that and be successful now? But also, how can we be successful in a world we don't know yet? Okay. That's a great question, first of all. Um, <clears throat> I think that one, one, one important tool that we have to use, no matter what time we live in, if we would have lived a thousand years ago or if we would live a thousand years from now, one thing is adaptability. You oh, have to yeah. be able to adapt. How do we survive? You know, the, they say survival of the fittest, but it's really, uh, can you adapt? Can you, can you, can you adjust according to what's, according to what the time is, according to what's being called of you. Just like how you said earlier, we wear different hats through our life. Your friend, the friend, the, the Brian who's the friend may not be the best Brian for dealing with a kid or the, the, the Brian who's a dad and maybe runs the household may not be the same Brian that's good at whatever job you may have. It's like maybe that calls for a different type of Brian. I don't know. But what I'm saying is you have to adapt based on the circumstance. For example, I'm naturally I'm an introvert. I, and I think I've grown to the point where I may be a good balance of both, but I know in my heart of hearts, I'm an introvert. The way that I recharge, the way that I refuel, I need everyone to leave me alone. I need time to myself. I, I need to just be alone. Like, and I'm having the time of my life. Sometimes I feel like I got to start lying at times. Like when I go back to work and they're like, yo, what'd you do this weekend? I'm like, damn, if I tell them I just sat in and edited videos and wrote and journaled and meditated, they're going to think I'm I'm lame, like so. I have to say, oh, right. like, I'll just say I ran errands and uh, you know just kind of relax. That's it. Like so, I'm literally an introvert. But social media requires me to be in front of a screen on a regular basis. I got to start putting out, sharing some of my heart now. Um, if I wanna, if I wanna have some type of impact on people, if I wanna live up to what um, I feel like my calling is asking me to live up to. I have to kind of face that fear, face that challenge, and say, you know what, I'm gonna grow through this. And I do enjoy socializing with people or whatever and just connecting with others. But again, in my heart, I'm that. So adaptability was necessary. And no matter what time you live in, um, your soul is consistent. It doesn't matter. So like, if you're meant to be successful, if you're meant to be, which I think in some realm, we all are meant to be successful. It depends what you de define success as, success as. But if this is what you're meant to be, like your soul is going to be true no matter where you are, no matter what time you're in, right? Now, whether, you know, 100 years ago, I'd have to be actually at a university, which, I mean, that still happens today, but maybe I had to be like set up shop on a street corner or be at a university or be in an auditorium and speak to people instead of just clicking a button and being in front of thousands on um, Instagram or whatever the case may be. That's what I had to do, but my soul's still the same. What I'm bringing to you and what my purpose is is still the same. And you're gonna be successful in whatever era you live in because if you're following your heart, you're following your soul, that you already got the roadmap. That is the roadmap. And you're calling because our higher power is intelligent your calling is going to fit that time. You're going to you're going to have some type of purpose during the time you're born in that era. So just follow your soul, listen to your body, trust that higher being, have the courage to actually execute and if times change as you're living and you got to kind of figure it out, adapt, roll with the times. 
be ahead of the curve a little bit. Continue to inform yourself, read books, get knowledge. Like there's some so much stuff even nowadays on social media I don't know how to do, but I gotta go research it. I gotta go read a book. You told what did I say in the beginning, how do I do this podcast thing? You said I I watched the podcast on how to podcast. Like <laughs> you gotta you gotta be a learning machine. You gotta follow your heart and follow your soul and um be malle- malleable, just adapt. So that's what I would say, no matter what time you're in. Uh that is 100 percent and yeah it's like the work is the same the the formulas are like the same the you know the the foundation it's just the platform is is different and right now what do you think the platform is right now in today's world the platform as to what like what to be successful or like what the platform what not not the work or the content, but the platform. So, like, is it Instagram, Facebook, oh, YouTube, okay. or is it? Or do you think like what is working right now? Like, not ten years ago, but now. Honestly, from my experience, I mean, I know we got a lot of stuff. We, there's a lot of stuff that I'm not even that I don't even use that I maybe should use and I may end up using in the future. Like Snapchat, I don't have one. I don't use one. Well, I made one actually real quick because a friend told me to, but I don't use it. I just did it because they wanted to chat with me on there for some reason. I don't know anything about it, never posted anything. So I'm going to say I don't have Snapchat, LinkedIn. I know there's a lot of things that people use. Twitter. I don't I don't have a Twitter account. Um, well, I think I started one. I tried to start one like when I was just saying I want to kind of do social media, but I never did anything with it, never even logged in. I couldn't even tell you my login code. So I don't have Twitter, Snapchat, LinkedIn, or any of those things. But the main, the three things I do use up to this day is um, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And um, the website's upcoming, but in my experience, it's Instagram. In my experience, right? So I know YouTube is still big. Is still big. I mean, there's so many people using it. I think they say there's 400 million people who have an Instagram account. And I think even more, at least at one time, had Facebook. And I'm assuming something similar about YouTube. But the now for me and my experience, I think is Instagram. Even when I hear artists talk about stuff, they say something in one of their lyrics, one of their raps, they say an Instagram reference opposed to Facebook, opposed to a YouTube reference. So I think that's what's hot right now. I don't know where, where it's going. I mean, honestly, even though I'm from probably that generation, I don't, I'm not a big uh, technological social media like I don't know. I'm not like so hip to where I know where the wave is going. There's probably like a bunch of different social media domains and platforms that I don't use. But today, for me and my experience, Instagram is the most hot. Because even like, and I've I've, I've, like, it was a point where I wasn't even posting anything on Facebook. Like, I was like, forget this. Like, um, I started doing it lately, like the past month maybe. I started being a little more active. But at a point, Facebook was it. And then like, my boys tell me start Instagram. I'm like, what is now? Like, this is what what is this how does that work like what and now i love that and i don't even it's like facebook is you know know, i still i still uh appreciate it but my main baby is instagram what do you think yeah well i think in 2019 you have to have like competitive quality okay in your content because we have all the tools in our phones, like an iPhone. I have the, I have the seven plus it shoots 4k. 
So uh-huh. like, I need to be able to utilize that. It should right. not be subpar. Right. I need to have high quality because I have to compete with other people out there. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm on an even playing field. How can I up my game? And what I do now is I'm trying. I'm like, I'm learning like you. I'm learning editing software. I'm 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 brand new. I'm a baby at that. Right. And I'm I'm cutting video, adding subtitles because subtitles work, man. Like it I works for me. You gotta tell I'll, me how to do that, man. I'll show you how to do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, subtitles and then like text on the screen and just like music. You have to have good music and not. I mean, you can do royalty free, but like I would try to be unique. Like maybe someone you know does music, or you do music, or know how to do, or learn. Who knows? And that's what makes me unique. I come from a musical background. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to utilize my skills that I have. And it's going to make me different because it's my skills, not trying to be like someone else. So, yeah, yeah, unique, high quality content because we it's 2019. We have to. And in all areas, video and audio. Uh And we got just practice at that. And that's where I see it is. But Instagram, like you can't really say too much like this podcast is really deep and meaningful not as much as a book you know but like like almost you know yeah yeah you can't do that on instagram that's one thing i don't like is that it only lets you do one minute clip and if you do more you have to like swipe and like not everyone's gonna swipe i know they have i I think i know they have igtv now so i mean like they gotta find a way i don't think igtv comes on the timeline right you have to like go to their profile Yeah, it's not like you got it takes work to do it. Like okay. I know it's a simple click and to go watch it, but that's work for people. Yeah. That's yeah. a pop up in your face. Right, right. So that's one thing I always used to get annoyed with with Instagram. And I kind of sold myself short because my mama tell you, she's like, if you she's like, you're just like your uncle. If someone asks you something, I tell them they better be ready to get like a mouthful. Like so yeah. when I was first coming out, I had so much and I still have so much to say that it was like, all right. Like there was like if I go through my page right now, maybe a good half, definitely the first good portion of it is like a post, but you could keep swiping. I'm still talking, I'm still talking. And I sold myself short because it's like these could have been all individual one minute posts because I was new to Instagram at the time. I was like just giving it all to them. Like I'd have a YouTube video, I'm gonna chop that whole YouTube video and you're gonna have to keep swiping. So yeah, I could have just did like maybe two posts in a day, and then the next day did another two, then maybe switched it up with something else and like but I, you know, whatever the number is of how many posts I have, I could have probably had, I won't say as much as times two, but like somewhere around that, if I would have not just kept doing the swipe because Instagram only allows for one minute. And yeah. that lends itself to explaining again, what kind of time we're in. Like they said that nowadays, the average human being has less of an attention span than a goldfish. <laughs> and that's why we live in this era is like, we we just want it real quick. Oh, oh, it's over a minute. I don't got time. Oh, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? Who's focusing anymore? Who's putting in? And that's why we don't get quality work from everybody because everyone wants to do the fast, the fast stuff, the microwave work. This is microwave quality. I'm just going to throw it out to you. I'm going to throw it out to you. It's like, and I got this cell phone. Hey, I'm here, whatever, whatever. You look like everybody else. Yeah. <clears throat> I went to, um. this was like three years, two years, two or three years. Let me see. Well, we're in 2019 now. So it technically be four years ago. My cousin, who's into music, which I thought of when you said um, you want to do music from like kind of origin, an original standpoint, whether it's yeah. yourself 
or someone you know. I'm the same way, but um, he's working on his second album. So when that comes out, we'll have I'll have more to play with. And if I have more friends that did music, I will use theirs. But I do use the 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 popular music that's going on if it's something I you know that I listen to or like. But um, uh, I was saying that to say that oh, when I went to his when he was doing his first album, he did a music video. And he asked me to come to the set to be a part of it in some way. Like I was one of the characters within the video. Just so happens we're speaking of masks. I had a mask on. I was supposed to be like a bad guy in it. But um, I, one thing I took away from it was like, yo, he's put a lot of work into this. He's putting a lot of quality time into this. He's he's on a camera. Uh, he paid like several hundred just to rent a certain camera for a day. Or it may have even been a thousand or something. Like, yeah. or two, I don't know. He put a lot into that set for the day. Just for the day. And it's like, when it came out, like, you had the guy, like, directing, go, shoot. Like, it was, like, official, right? And I was like, um, that's what's going to separate him. That's what's going to that's what's gonna make people pay attention because most people are just doing the quick microwave work. Hey, yes. I just real quick, set it out. So from that point, I said, you know what? I'm going to get myself a camera. I got a tripod. You know, I've had different friends helping me as far as recording me throughout the time of me doing this. And it was like, I want to put some quality into this. Like, I want to give you guys just good content, great content, um, and never sell the viewer short. Because if you're taking the time out to listen to what I have to say, I'm going to make it well worth your time. So it's like, what you just said was like, that's so key. Like, and people realize when you're putting time into it and not just throwing stuff out there. So, because, and otherwise, and and that doesn't mean that if you just did it real quick from your phone, that it was bad, that you didn't have something deep and meaningful to say. But it's like you kind of get lost in the crab bucket of like everyone kind of looks the same. So you got to have something that catches their attention first, you know, and 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 quality is everything. I think no matter what it is, no matter what social media domain you're on, no matter where you are in your journey, how many followers you have or don't have, uh, content is king. If what you're yeah. saying has meaning and you put time into it and it's good quality, you're winning. And because you could have some trash and put it in front of a couple thousand people and they may all just scroll right past. But if it's good stuff, they're going to stop for a moment at least, you know? So like you said, it's like that, like the, like the light, we don't go to libraries, but if you did go to a library, you know, you just go, Oh, what's this book? You know, this title or this cover, like yeah. it's, it sticks out. You got to stick right. out. You right. only have one chance. Absolutely. Amongst the whole bookshelf. It's like, you got to have that one thing that sticks out. Yep. For sure. So uh, do you have anything you want to plug or announce coming up? Um, Well, one thing that I want to announce is uh, my book that will be coming out. It's called Novi, The Journey of Forever. Um, I just finished it. So this is my first book. So I don't know how it works with publishing and distribution. So right now I'm doing the research. I'm doing the footwork for that, speaking to a couple people. um, And that, man, I mean... I, I'm going to say this as humbly as possible, but that may, that, in my mind, it's the greatest book of all time, right? <laughs> now, yeah. I'm going to say, you know, and the reason why I say that is because this is 14 years of experience, right? This is from me being a 14-year-old kid and the stuff that I was going through, as well as direct experience, my journaling that happened in that time, what psychology, philosophy has taught me, my higher power has taught me why I call what I do new life. I don't say that lightly. I really want to change each person's life. And the person who reads that book is going to be captured by 
the way that they can relate to that, the, the interpersonal connection, the, the experiences that I'm going to be sharing that are vulnerable, as well as the insight and kind of just breaking things down. And I've been working on this thing for about six years off and on. So like I put, if they like anything in the videos, like <clears throat> I, I, I give my heart to my videos and, and I'm passionate about the message. But if you like anything of that, it's a taste of what the book is. It's like, this thing is going to be like, whoa, like when you close, you're like, let me sit back for a moment. So, and again, I went back, re-edited, revised, revised to make sure like it's really getting across and it's a lifelong journey. So I'm going to have multiple books in the future. I'm going to hopefully do multiple projects, but they always say like your first one, like that's your baby. Like that's the one, like a lot of artists only get that first hot album and then they fall off. Right. But Again, like that. So that will be something in the future to look for. I'll let you guys know when I have a date, you know, then I can actually tell you a concrete date. But I'm trying to have this thing out before the summertime or right around the summertime. Okay. Because um, I don't know how long this publishing and stuff takes, you know. So, but on my end, it's done. But before that, uh, RichardNeal.com, I told you early on in the podcast, yeah. that will be coming. And um, I'm going to put exclusive content on there, just like I do on every other domain. Um and that's it. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just give it my heart, give it my all, try to make it the best website possible that I can make it be. And um, if nothing else, I just want to do stuff to change people's lives. So whether it's the website, the book, I want to do short films in the future. My sole purpose is that my life is bigger than me. It's not about what I've been through. It's not about what I've done. It's about what the implication of those things are what I have now to give that I've been through that. And that's why when I say it's they're going to walk away from that book and say, like, I feel changed or like I gained something from it. And let me say this, I intentionally made it less than a hundred pages because I don't want to fluff it. I don't want any fluff. I want right. you to, every sentence you read, it's going to be like, uh, just quality. Like we say, but yeah. it's gonna be like, I don't want to say facts because to me, but you know, because that's relative subjective, but it's going to be rich. That's what I can say. It could be, it's going to be rich, very fruitful. It's going to draw you in. It's diverse. It's not boring. It's getting to the point and it's easy enough to read where someone's going to be like, I get the message. I got to share this with a friend. I'm ready to start changing my life. And I put years into this. I didn't write it up in a couple months or a year, years of, and I didn't even know it would be a book. Remember I told you I was journaling at 18? Yeah. Yeah. I was going through some dark stuff, and I was just writing, 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 writing. Then, like, two years ago, I kind of was like, well, before two, probably when I was 21, actually, let's say 21, I looked back and I said, because I was in a different spot, and I was like, I could actually, like, the journey is right here. Like, I have garbage bags full of, like, journaling, right? So I took some of that with some direct experience with some that I learned from psychology, philosophy, higher power, put it all in one to make a story. So it'll be, it'll be good, man. It'll be great. Ah, yeah. Let me know. And when the pre-orders come, I, I'll, I'll probably pick up two, one to read and one to, you know, put on a, a display or something. Cause Thank you, I, I want to support every guest on my podcast. So like, I'm going to shout it out. I'm going to, I'm going to have a display and, you know, I do want to start video podcasts this year, Let's so it, I I want to like have a set, and then like on the set, I want like stuff that my guests did, like accomplishments, and you know, I want to show it off because that's awesome. That'd be great, man. Yeah, 
You're going to do big things, man. You're driven, man. And, and <laughs> I can just tell from your spirit, your energy, man, you're going to do great things. And it's it's the type of thing that, that makes someone want to work with you, man. So Thank you just very keep, much. Going, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, two more things. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you again? Okay. Uh, if you have Instagram, you can find me at Rashard.Neal, R-E-S-H-A-R-D dot N-E-A-L. It's the same name on all other domains. Facebook is Rashard Neal. YouTube is Rashard Neal. And uh, within the next month's time, uh, RashardNeal.com will be launched. And other than that, like I said, the book, that's the big thing that's coming next for me. So, I mean, Brian, thank you for having me, man. Thank uh-huh. you for having this dialogue that we can share with the people. Uh, thank you for even just, you know, just having, what's the word I, could, I should look for? Like, I don't know, but just even offering this to me, you know, and just, and just put, and just allow me to have this opportunity. Oh, my pleasure, man. Uh, I'm going to put all the information in the show notes. So when you go on the podcast, you will click on the information, it'll show links as well. Mm-hmm. And then one final question, what is the one thing you've learned from someone else that made you change your outlook on life? That's a good question. Um, is it all right if I have more than one person or one thing? Because I have like yeah. a couple mentors. Like, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's good. So um, I learned a little bit of something from different people in different times of my life when I was coming up. So the guy that I spoke about earlier, Elliot Hulse, you know, I just stumbled across him on YouTube one day. I forgot what I was searching, but I found him. And one key thing that I took from him was to follow your heart, to just jump. Like he talked about how birds, like the mother pushes them out the nest and they have to learn how to fly on the way down. A lot of us want to strategize, over plan, overthink. Oh, I can't launch yet because this is not ready. That's not ready. Just go. Just jump and you'll learn how to fly on the way down because there's something within you that wants to go right now and you keep preventing yourself because of fear and self-doubt. So he was big in that. Kobe Bryant, as far as basketball, I played basketball as a kid. I love basketball. I still try to play for fun when I can. Um... Just his relentlessness, like, it doesn't matter if this guy was injured, he's going to play. He freaking won a championship with a broken finger. Like, he was so driven and dedicated to his craft. He was locked in. Like, guys would say, we were going out to party, he was going to the gym. We go to sleep and wake up, he already slept and woke back and is lifting weights, and he's ready to be back in the gym. I try to approach my craft the same way. Um, People may not know it or not, but even Lil Wayne, like, not even necessarily what the content is, but his work ethic. Me coming, like, when I was coming up, being that 15-year-old kid, 16-year-old kid, 17-year-old kid, the stuff that he would do, like how much he was dedicated to his craft. Like he was a lab rat. He was always in the studio. He was always getting better at his craft. He was saying, you know what? I want to be a wildcat offense where they don't know what I'm going to do next. I can make a rock album. I can do auto-tune in my voice. I could rap. I could find I could find a female artist, make her the biggest one in the world. I could start a clothing line. The fact that he had so much dedication and passion and work ethic behind what he did, that was huge for me. Um, and Sigmund Freud was, you know, of course, I know he's very controversial, not necessarily all the sex talk, but the fact of like how much he cared about helping people and that he built a legacy that lasts forever in the field of modern psychology. He's the founder of that. And his thoughts on anxiety and and on um, defense mechanisms, all those things, watching those great guys, man, and just kind of like, made me look at what I want to do and have even more confidence that it can happen.
because like how we spoke about earlier, when you look at someone else, you see yourself in them. It showed me that I have the potential to do these same things if I believe in myself and go after it, no matter what is being said, no matter what self-doubt wants to creep in, no matter who doesn't believe in it. If you believe in it and you trust your higher power, go ahead and do it and things will work out. That's awesome, man. And yeah, we have these mentors or idols or people you look up to and like it's it's awesome that if they can do it you can do it too but they're doing them you need to do you like you don't don't follow their path follow your own path and you too can be i'm sure they didn't know at the time like all their they didn't know they were going to be like uh like kobe bryant didn't know he was going to be like one of the best in the begin in the beginning you know sigmund didn't know he was going to be in colleges and universities for for lifetimes past right it's just they don't know what they're creating and you don't they know what they love they know what they believe in they know what their passion was and they followed that yes and we need to do that too and we too can create our own legacy